0: Welcome to the Cleaning Professionals Podcast. We are a show dedicated to the cleaning industry. And now, our hosts, Patrick and Seth. Hi,
1: everybody. Welcome back to the Cleaning Professionals Podcast. I'm Seth. And I'm Patrick. All right, Patrick. We're going to have a little bit of a fun episode today. What are we going to talk about?
0: Today, we're going to talk about our craziest client stories um i know i got a lot so i had to like narrow it down and honestly i'm not even going to say these are the craziest these are some of the ones that come to mind so it's going to be kind of a fun episode i know all you guys out there listening have experienced crazy stories about clients and jobs and today me and seth are just going to share a few of ours um so anyways seth you want me to get started with the first story yeah you go ahead so this one actually um, and by the way, I tried to choose some fairly recent ones because I have really old ones. But uh, you know, I've been doing this a long time, so I could tell a lot. I could be here all day telling stories. But I tried to pick some of the truly craziest ones and some of the more recent ones. So this was about a year ago. It was actually last summer, maybe a little more than a year. And uh, my technician and I got it worked for me. Um, one of my guys, his name's Jacob. We went to a job. And, uh, this was actually a repeat client I'd never cleaned for, but my dad had cleaned for, um, years ago. Okay. By years ago, I don't really know if it was five, six or seven years, but it was, it was several years back. And, uh, we get through the house, fairly nice home looks from the outside. It looks pretty decent. Lady comes in the door. She's in her sixties approximately. So she's an older client. And uh, when we get on the inside of the house, the first thing I notice is the carpets are just atrocious. I mean, they're in horrible condition, and not like just filthy, more like just damaged. Uh, you could tell there was just a ton of residue. She had been trying to clean it herself. There was a lot of color damage, bleach damage. The carpets just really need to be replaced. And I, my policy is always honesty. I'm honest with the client, and I tell her out of the gate, carpets really need to be replaced, ma'am. They're severe. They're in horrible condition. You got a number of things going on here. You got filtration lines, you have, uh, severe, you know, discoloration. You have a lot of bleach damage. You have all these different issues. And she said she understood that. So then we started talking about the scope of the cleaning and, uh, I forget all the rooms, but there was quite a few rooms. And I asked her what she wanted done. Did she want furniture moved? And we always ask the client because we do move furniture if they would like, we charge more for it, but we'll do it. Yeah. And, uh, She says, you know, no, I just want the traffic lanes done. So I give her a price to pretty much clean all the traffic lanes. And this is after I explained to her that the carpet really needs to be replaced. So she agrees to everything, agrees to the price. She tells me I'm high, I'm expensive, and it's gone up since the last time we cleaned it, which, of course, this has been, I'm just guessing, again, six or seven years. So, of course, the price has gone up. So to make the long story short, me and my guy we get started in the back of the house and so we're cleaning and cleaning and cleaning away and we get done with the second room i believe and i've done a bedroom and i've cleaned the office and now we're on the living room and as i'm cleaning the living room i turn around and i notice jacob's gone and jacob at the time, uh, my helper, he's like my main guy now. He, he goes out and does a lot on his own, but at the time, he was like my number one helper. He was always a really great helper, and so I noticed he was gone. You know, Nobody was pulling my hose. Nobody was helping me out, and so I look around. I'm like, where's Jacob? So after about five minutes, um, I'm like, I don't know where he was, so I'm going to go looking for him. So as I go back towards where we started in the house, uh, she's got him hemmed up, and Jacob has an end table pulled out, another piece of furniture pulled out, and he's on his hands and knees with the product that we use for filtration line removal, and he's scrubbing filtration lines. (laughs) So I ask him what he's doing, and he tells me, he's like, well, she came to me and said she was unhappy, and that, you know, the edges look terrible, and that y'all aren't moving this and that, and I said, Jacob, we already went over with her all this. Like She told me she didn't want filtration lines removed. You know, she told me she didn't want any furniture moved. So, you know, I'm like, don't do that anymore. So at this point, she's gone. I'm like, so we slide it back. I have to block it, pad it. I'm like, listen, Jacob. I said, don't. I said, come get me if she tells you anything else like that. Like, we did not price this job to move her furniture and clean the edges and do filtration removal. So um, at this point, we're back in the living room, and we get done in there. On the other side of the house, we got two more bedrooms to do. So we're cleaning all those bedrooms. Well, at this point, she comes and she stops me and she confronts me and tells me that the edges look bad and that we're not moving anything. And so me and her start to have a conversation about what is expected. And I explained to her, I said, Listen, we went over all this. I said, You specifically told me you did not want filtration lines removed you weren't worried about it i said you specifically told me that you did not want to move furniture and so she starts to get really hostile with me and she tells me that for what i'm charging i should just be doing that that's expected i should move all the furniture that's part of the carpet she says so i said well ma'am with all due respect i said you know honestly i said it's not and i said you know we charge more for that that's just our policy I charge you just for traffic claims. So it kind of turns into a thing with me and her. She tells me at that point, she says, well, when your dad cleaned it and you know, this comes up from time to time, She says, when your dad cleaned it, he moved all my furniture and he did this and he did that. Well, come to find out I talked to him and that's not true, but that's for later on in the story. So, but she tells me he did this, he did that, you know, it was just all included. He did everything. He moved all my furniture and yada, yada, yada. And I said, well, ma'am, I said, you know, me and you had a clear conversation beforehand. I said, we discussed this, you know, not long ago, and we talked about it. So, here's where the story takes a really crazy turn, like a beyond bizarre turn. So, I can tell she's unhappy. At this point, I'm just trying to clean and get done with the job. I can kind of tell she's the type of person that likes to try to bully you, get something for nothing. Mm -hmm. So... At this point, I'm trying to get out of the last room. So I'm like, let's just get this job done Um, because I'm not really getting anywhere with her trying to explain things. It's really just more me and her turning into an argument and I don't like to argue with customers. So as I finish up this last room, uh, she pretty much comes up to me and tells me that, you know, she's really unhappy and so on and so forth. But when I come back and we come out of the last room, I, I'm like, how do I need to handle this situation? But I turn around and I look at her, and she's standing there in nothing but a bra. <laughs> she's taking her top off. <laughs> yeah, I swear I'm not. You can ask Jacob? So she's standing there, in nothing but a bra, and she just proceeds to let me have it <laughs> in a bra. And I'm like, I mean, I'm so shocked. Jacob's shocked. You should see the, the look on his face. So, at this point, I'm like, I realize I'm not dealing with somebody that's that's playing with the full deck, you know what I mean, because this one this is a sixty some year old woman. she's standing there talking to me literally, like at, at what point she took her top off? I don't know, but i'm I'm realizing like, wow, this is like something's going on because I knew we had a plain conversation. we were really everything was out in the open beforehand. I discussed with her the condition of the carpet, the scope of the work. And then all of a sudden, at the, at the, at the drop of the hatch, she changes. And then when this happens, I realize, like, something's going on. So I don't really know. I don't know if she's having a crazy bad day. I don't know if there's something going on upstairs or whatever. But I just know I want to I collect the check and get out of here. So to make a long story short, we get done with that job. We pull our hoses out. Uh, Jacob starts packing up. I go in there, and she tells me she's very unhappy. And she said, I'm going to pay you, but I just want you to know, As she's writing a check, she said, I'm never going to call you again. And and I'm very, uh, what should you say? Like, I really always try to smooth it over with clients. But I just told her, I said, yes, ma'am, I understand that's fine. And she handed me the check and we left it at that. And honestly, to this day, that's probably the most negative interaction I've ever had with a client. But it was so bizarre that I was just happy to be out of the house. Yeah, I bet so. And that's probably like, one of my top, top crazy stories. Yeah,
1: that was definitely crazy. Had a, had a nice twist to it, too.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and when I told my wife about it, she couldn't believe it. It was really, like I said, to this day, you know, and, and I hope the woman never calls back, but she's the type of person I wouldn't be surprised if she does.
1: Yeah, she probably will. She probably forgotten completely about it. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> so tell us one of yours, Seth. Well, this
1: one's, uh, I'll start off with actually one of the ones it was me and my dad, um, probably maybe five or six years ago. He had had somebody call him wanting him to go to an apartment to clean this apartment. And it was on the third, third, uh, third floor. So it was a long hose run. So we ended up having to go over the banister to go into it. And so he's having me go in there and get the vacuum cleaner to vacuum it out and stuff. And, uh, You know, you walk into these, a lot of these apartments like this, they're typically just nasty. You know, just the beige carpet will be completely black. And sure enough, that's the way this was here with this. And there's a lady in there. She's probably same thing in her 60s, maybe 70s. And what stands out immediately, she's got a big 40-ounce Colt 40 drinking from it. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, so that caught my eye, of course. And She was real nice, real friendly. She had blaring on the TV, like uh, some gospel preaching and singing and stuff like that. and you know, Nothing
0: like the, nothing, nothing better than to kick back with 40 and listen to some preach. That's right. Way to enjoy the night, right? That's
1: right. So anyway, we're, it's, uh, it's in the middle of winter, so it's like 30 degrees outside. She's got the heat going as high as it'll go because I walk over to look, and it's like it's set on 90. And so that kind of wow. stands out too, but it's not warm in there. And the reason it's not warm in there is because she has the front balcony wide open, like completely open. And I thought, and I asked her, so you want me to close this? She goes, no, I'm going in and out. She said, leave it open. So I was like, okay, this lady's obviously a little crazy. And uh, so we get to cleaning and stuff. And uh, um, I'm pulling my dad some extra hose. And uh, she had like these plants that had probably been dead for five years, right? I mean, they're completely brown, nothing to them. And as I'm pulling it in, like it hits one of the leaves and knocks it off. And as I'm going in, I turn around and she's like this close to my face. And she's like, you killed my plant. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I said, say that again. She said, you killed my plant." And, you know, she calls me a couple of choice words. And then, uh, so I was kind of like in that situation. I could either escalate it or de-escalate it. I can, you know, deny it and be like, no, I didn't. You know, I just knocked off a leaf. But I was like, I'm sorry, you forgive me. And I kind of, she kind of shocked. She's like, I guess I have to, Nona." She says, it's in the Bible. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I got her. So she was fine with that. So we go back to cleaning and she says, I'm going to leave. I got to go to my friend's house. So she leaves for like two minutes and then comes right back. And this time she's done drink the 40 ounces. She's got above light. I guess she went to her friend's house and picked up one of those. And uh, so we're cleaning and she breaks out a banana. And as we're cleaning the living room, she takes the banana and just tosses it like half eaten on the floor. And my dad's stepping on it and stuff like that. And so I am like, <laughs> I you know, pointed out to my dad. I was like, dad, you're stepping on that banana peel. He doesn't skip a beat like he expects it. Just picks up his vacuum hose and sucks it up and goes back to cleaning. <laughs> anyway, this lazy lady was so crazy. She cussed us out probably 20 times. And I called my buddy, who was the one who kind of gave us the job and was telling him about it. He's like, oh, yeah, he said, that lady's certified crazy. So we tried to kick her out of that apartment three or four times. And he says, we just can't get rid of her. But that was probably the one that stands out as the most crazy, the most uncomfortable I've ever been. Like, I thought this lady was going to try to stab me for killing her plant, supposedly, knocking off a leaf of a dead plant.
0: Yeah. And I tell you, man, there's crazy people out there, and it's like, it's just a numbers game. And I always tell I always tell my guys, because if we get a call back or something, a lot of them, like I have one especially that gets really upset, he takes it really personally, and I always tell him, like, man, it's just a numbers game. If you do enough business, if you interact with enough clients, like, you're either going to have a misunderstanding or you're going to have you know a, a misinterpreted expectation of what you know the the service that was performed, or, or you're just going to get a hold of somebody that's just completely crazy. And um, I normally have a couple just crazies a year, and uh, I always find it so interesting when I hear these guys talk about they never have callbacks, they never have. You know, there's these certain guys that are just so great they, uh-huh. they think. For- and they, they, they'll tell you, oh, I, you know, so that's never happened to me. And I'm thinking, man, if you do any amount of work with the public, like you're going to see, you're going to run into some people that just are not, you know, they're, they're, they're not playing with the full deck. And I've had that happen to me. And it is, you, just, you just have to be prepared for it and deal with it the best you can, you know?
1: Yeah. So
0: I know you got another one. Let's hear it. Okay. So this one is – an example of a client being dishonest and wanting something for nothing and me making a whoa, whoa, whoa. mistake. Whoa. I've never had a dishonest client. Have you? One, <laughs> no, that's no. <laughs> oh, This is the only story. No, not really. Uh, I've had a lot of dishonest clients, but this one especially hit me hard. So this has been about two or three years ago. Um, it was when I was first really hitting my stride as far as having guys work for me and not just doing everything myself. And I had two young guys. A matter of fact, they're still with us now. Um, And Jacob and Josiah, but this is, I think it was three years ago. I can't remember. I think it was, it was 18 or 19, but, uh, I was actually in Colorado. It was the longest I'd ever went out of town. I was out of town for two weeks. So this was a big deal for me because they were, they were essentially running the show while I was gone. Well, Lauren was there. My wife, of course, running the office, but they were doing all the jobs on their own and they went and cleaned, um, cleaned the house. And, uh, when they got there, I remember, I think Jacob called me and said that uh, house was just a mess. They were renovating, there was stuff everywhere and he had, uh, nobody was there. They had left the door unlocked and they said that, you know, call us and get a credit card. They, they told us what they wanted done. So the lady, uh, Jacob calls me and he says, you know, there's, there's stuff everywhere. I don't really know what we're supposed to do. They want us to move this stuff. Do they want us to clean around it? Yada, yada, yada. So uh, the lady pretty much says, you know, move this, th- this thing, this thing would clean around most of it. So um, that part I do remember. So I think that's what they did. Uh, they were just, it was kind of in, in a bad situation. I don't really like it when clients aren't there uh, most of the time. I get it why sometimes they can't be, but I like it better when somebody's there so we can go over everything. And in this case, she was not. So to make a long story short, they cleaned it the best they could. They moved what they could. And then, a week later, she calls back. And she calls back and says she's unhappy because, I mean, pretty much all the carpet didn't get cleaned. And I said, well, you know, to be fair, I said, you know, you weren't really clear about what you wanted to move, what you didn't want to move. There was a lot of stuff you had sitting around everywhere. You guys, they were kind of renovating the house, and they had pushed a lot of stuff onto all the carpeted areas. And uh, so she was pretty much wanting us to come back. Well, me, with my policy with customers, and she she came, she was referred by a neighbor. I said, you know, I just want to make this lady happy. I don't want to rock the boat. Honestly, I should have put my foot down and said, listen, no, you weren't. You didn't bother to be there. And when we asked you, you know, you, you weren't very specific and all that. But me being just wanting to, like I said, most of the time, I, I kind of take the customer's right policy. Um, and I try to satisfy them. I sent my guys back out there. Hmm. So that's when the story gets more interesting. So I sent them back out there, and I could tell they weren't happy about it because I was, I was sending them out. Um, sorry, I had an issue there. Uh, I was sending them out uh, on a very tight day, and uh, but she, she needed it done. So I sent them back out, and lo and behold, she calls back two days later. And she says that they scratched her walls up because it it was their carpet on both stories. There's carpet on the first floor, on the second floor. And uh, so I called Jacob and I called Joe and I asked him what happened. That was my first thing. Again, I'm still out of town at this point because I was gone for two weeks. And um, they weren't really clear about it. They said, well, we don't really think that we scratched your walls up we don't i said well did you use corner guards Well, no, know and that really bothered me and i took that kind of personally and i'm thinking you know you, you should have and in my mind i just instantly went to i guess they were pissed off because she had called back and they were in a hurry and that they just went in there you know to get it done and and honestly i probably should have trusted my guys and i always um this is one thing that I'll tell as a pointer. If you ever have a call a client call back about anything as far as you know whether or not it's something that you missed or supposed damage that you caused or whatever the case might be, the first thing you need to do is always don't do anything until you go out there and see it firsthand. Well, I didn't do that. And I just had this feeling. For some reason, I had it in my mind that they did it. And so I said I called her. And uh, after I talked with both of them, because they weren't really clear, because they were like, well, you know, we, I don't think we did, but we could have. And in my mind, I'm thinking, yeah, you did it. You know what I mean? So I, uh, I call her back, and I apologize, and I tell her, what would you like for me to do? And she said, well, I want it repaired. I want it fixed. So we came to an agreement. I said, you know what? I'll just refocus. How much do you think the repairs are going to cost? And it turned out it was going to be around the same amount as cleaning. So I said, I'm just going to send you your money back. So she agreed. All right, so I was out in Colorado at the time, and I didn't have good service, and I did tell her I wanted her to send me pictures of the damage, so she never sent the pictures, and I'm just thinking like, hey, it's because I'm out here. I don't have great service, so this has been like two weeks later. I'm back home at this point, and she finally, I get these pictures of pretty much a piece of crap house that's in the process of being renovated Mm -hmm. (laughs) that... Like, I don't know how to explain it, but there's no way that my guys didn't damage anything. That the walls were already in really poor shape. There was painting being done at the time anyways. There was baseboards that were tore off. There was moldings that were missing. There, was, I mean, this is not, in my mind, I had this image of a pristine house that my guys were dragging hoses through. And to make a long story short, after looking at all the pictures, I saw that the lady just wanted – she was just wanting something for nothing. And she played me. She took advantage of me. She ended up getting her carpet cleaned for free. Mm. And uh, my guys really didn't do anything. So a um, couple lessons there. One is I should have had more faith in my guys because I've never had – i mean and, and all the time I've never had them tear up any walls in the years. I mean, even since then or before. And I don't think they did then. And uh, I was shocked when I saw the condition of the house and what was going on. I mean, it was like full-on renovation mode. There was nothing to be tore up. Um, so learned a lesson there, and I also learned. I mean, had I just waited and got back and gone out and looked at the house, I would have just immediately, you know, put my foot down and said, "No, we're not doing that" because there was nothing that they did. So, anyways, that's another story of mine. <laughs>
1: that was pretty good. One. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've heard a lot of guys in the forums and stuff talk about that, where the people would talk about damage done to the carpets or to the walls, like you were talking about. I remember this one guy shared a picture of the wall, and it was like six feet up, and he was talking about how you know he told the customer, like, there's no way our hoses go up that high, and she was demanding to pay for it. And I don't remember what happened, but something similar to that.
0: and these walls were just beat the pit. I mean, these were obviously – these walls, they weren't freshly painted. They weren't – it's not even about being freshly painted, I guess. But it was it was obvious that they were extremely – in extremely poor condition, like old you, – you can just tell there was none of this stuff that she had sent in the pictures or anything that they could have done. You know, I was expecting to see I, – I mean, I've been doing this long enough to know what it looks like when somebody's raked a, a vacuum hose against the baseboard or against mm-hmm. the corner – of and it was not I don't know how to explain it without you seeing it but it it was none of that it was just her stuff was old and crappy and they were renovating and she just wanted to try to send me pictures of you know of uh, old crappy walls and baseboards and and get something for free and then she played me and got me you know she got me
1: yeah yeah like you said this happens occasionally too Yeah, Uh, I guess probably my next one would be it's one I actually called you about to get your advice on I don't know if you remember or not but uh I did this lady's house. Um, she found me on the internet. She wasn't a referral. And uh, so uh, she booked it through Stephanie and Stephanie told her, you know, we typically tell people we don't move any furniture. Now we do move furniture, but we tell them we don't, because we want them to move most of it. And uh, you know, if we get there and they have some things, you know, yeah, we'll move it. But it's a good thing we did on this particular one, because we get to this lady's house and, you know, had a lot of older people they have furniture they've just accumulated over the years. Like you go into a living room and they'll have, Three couches and two recliners, and there's like this much area. And so she had right. all the furniture originally moved. And so I was glad we told her no, you know, basically. And uh, so we get there, and she said she was going to have some people there to help move, and they ended up leaving, not being there. But uh, the carpet, first off, had never been vacuumed since they owned the house. And it was probably built 15 years ago. I mean, it was that bad. It took me probably twice as long to vacuum as it did for me to clean the house. And uh, it wow. was four bedrooms and two living rooms. So that tells you anything. I mean, I had a huge trash bag. I started to take a picture of it, share it in the, in the cleaners group, the Carolina cleaners, but I ended up not doing it. Um, but, uh, anyway, so we're, I'm cleaning, showing her, you know, in between the cleaning, she's there in the house, you know, if, if the customer's in the house, you know, and I'm talking to them, i generally say, come over here and look, you know, you can see before and after get their opinion on everything. And, uh, there was some urine, um, wasn't any stains, but uh, she complained about urine in one of the rooms, but she didn't want any type of urine treatment. So it's one of those things, you know, right? So, you know, I explained to her again, you know, if there is any urine, I said, you probably, won't, it's, it's going to need some urine treatment. But I told her, so said, I don't smell anything except for in that one bedroom. And uh, she's like, no, I don't want to pay for any of it. So, you know, long story short, cleaned it. Everything was good. She paid me. She said she was very happy. She's going to tell all her friends about me. And so usually the next day, Stephanie will either call or text. And I'll usually ask the customer while I'm there, do you want us to call you or text you the next day? And most will say we well, just text me because they don't want to be bothered with a phone call. So Stephanie sends her a text and she never responds, which is typical. You know, a lot of customers, unless, unless there's an issue, they're not going to respond. You know, or either they're just like super happy or super pleased. They may say, yeah, everything was great. So it wasn't nothing unusual, you know, um, doesn't respond. And then our software, you know, me and you both use Mark8 and uh, it sends out a, uh, for me, it sends out a, a a request for a referral after maybe two or three days. Right. So about midnight, I get an alert. You know, I was asleep and my phone goes off, and I think I had late calls that night for my regular job. So I looked over at my phone to see what it was, to, you know, make sure I didn't miss a call and have a voicemail. And it said, "No, I'm not happy." And I was like, "What is this coming from the Marquette app?" So I click on it, and we had just done another job that was a huge house, like a really nice job. And uh, the same thing with that lady. She was very pleased. And at first I thought it was her. And I was like, oh no. So I got to looking through it and I was wide awake at that point. So about 1 a.m. I finally figured out it's not the lady with the, you know, the really nice house who was super nice, blah, blah, blah. It was uh, the lady I did two days ago. So I was like, Well, that's kind of weird. She must have just waited a day or two to open up the referral. So anyway, I waited till the next morning. I told Stephanie, I said, call her you know, she called, no answer, let the voicemail, send her a text too, just to make sure she got it and said, Hey, listen, we noticed you said that you weren't happy on the review. Tell us what's going on. Never called back, never responded to the text. So I was like, well, what do you do in that situation? You tried to reach out to the customer. So it's not really a crazy story necessarily. It was just one of those things, you know, like, what would you do in that situation? Would you just kind of leave it at that? Or would you, pursue it further we just kind of left it at that because we did reach out we called her and we uh, sent her a text and she never responded to either one so we
0: figured it must have not been that big of a deal right yeah wow yeah you would think that she would be willing to at least tell you what you know what i mean she'd be yeah. willing to yeah. I mean, that's, that's a, that's a tough situation, but some people are like that. I mean, there's, mm-hmm. there's all, like, like I said, in this business, well, in any service business, you're going to deal with all types of people. And that's what I always try to tell, you know, I train my guys like about being patient. And, you know, most we do a really good job. I feel like we have very few callbacks for the amount of work that we do. And, uh, you know, most of the time you, you, you can, you try your best to satisfy all your clients, but you, you have some people that won't, you won't, you won't satisfy them and you really and sometimes you don't it's not even about you sometimes it's just about them or the, the bad day they're having or the bad week they're having so yeah you have any, you have another one i got a
1: real quick one you want to this was just kind of a weird one
0: <laughs> Listen, okay go ahead
1: we did this lady's house and uh as i you know we're cleaning it and stuff and i'm telling her you know if you keep the ac down and I got some air movers. They're going to help dry the carpet a little quicker. So if you don't mind, because I think the house is like 72 or 73 degrees. And so she cut it down to about 70. And um, so we're cleaning along. And uh, I noticed I go, we started upstairs and, we're, and I'm coming downstairs. And I saw. I told Jaden, the guy who helps me, I said, I'm going to run upstairs and move those air movers to another room just to, uh, uh, you know, get the other room dry. And I go up there and it was facing the bedroom originally when I left. When I come back, it's facing the opposite way, like away from the room. So I thought that was kind of odd. So maybe it just kind of rotated because it was on the hardwood. So I move it to, I actually put it back on the same carpet, but this time I actually put it on the carpet. And uh, so I'm, we're cleaning again. And 30 minutes later, I go back up here to move it, and it's back in the hallway facing the other way. I thought, well, that's kind of weird. I said, well, I'm not moving it. And I asked Jaden. I said, are you moving it? He goes, no. So I asked the customer, I said, do you want us to use the air mover?" And she said, oh, yeah, please. Get them as dry as quickly as you can. And uh, she's the only one there. So <laughs> I put it back in there and this time I make sure to put it up against the door, you know, to where it's not gonna go anywhere. There's no way I'm sitting there and watch it. Okay, it's not vibrating, it's not moving. It's definitely not not the air mover moving itself. Sure enough, I go back up there this time to bring it downstairs and put it in some of the rooms we were cleaning and it's back in the hallway. So it's a mystery. I don't know if she was going up there and moving it or what, but
0: <laughs> very well. <laughs> it could kind of man. baffles me. I
1: didn't wanna ask. I should have, but I mean I asked her if you know if you were fine with air movers and she said yes, yeah, So
0: yeah clients do some strange things sometimes i see it all the time um i have one more that i'll i'll share with you and this is something i'll tell this this is a story i'll share but i'll I'll also do like a psa because this is something that cleaners need to be aware of Uh so first let me tell the story so this particular lady, uh, we arrived, it was, I don't remember the particular day, but we arrived, it was our first job of the day. I want to say it was our first job of the week. I want to say it was on a Monday. So we arrive, and it's a pretty large home, and it's just full of white nylon carpet, like almost white. Like all, I mean, I say white, but it's probably slightly off-white. And uh, it is, as soon as we get there, it is a horrific urine job, like one of the worst ones I've probably probably done them I mean, i've seen way worse that i've just turned down i said you got to rip this out but it was one of the worst ones that i actually took home and did and so i i, I get the look and there's just urine everywhere as far as i can see just she's got a little dog and and i don't know if this name was puddles but if it wasn't it should have been named puddles because that's what it did it left puddles all over the carpet. And uh, there was so much yellowing in the carpet. And so I, I, I tell her up front, I'm like, listen, you know, this carpet really should be ripped out, but if you want me to try my best to clean it, oh, I want you to try your best to clean it. And so I said, listen, you know, it's going to be expensive. So I said, you know, we're we'll going to have to do a significant amount of treatment. And even then, you know, I, I, I'm telling you, you know, this nothing's guaranteed. We'll just do the best we can. And, you know, you need really need to replace it. Well, I want you to clean it. I want you to clean it. I said, okay. So. I go around, I look at everything, and I, I, I get an idea of the scope of the work, and I give her a price, and I get her to sign off saying that, you know, we're not responsible for odors or stains that don't come out. You know, the carpet really needs to be replaced. She signs it. I go over the price with her. She says, okay, that sounds good, it's really expensive, ton of urine treatment. So we get started. We get set up on this house, and we get started, and we start treating urine everywhere. And after we do a lot of treatment, Jacob starts cleaning. The lady comes up to me and we're in there working and I feel like a tap on my shoulder. And I turn around and she said, I said, yes, ma'am, can I help you? She said, well, yes, you can. And she said, are you going to go over with me what any of this cost or anything about this? And I was like, I mean, like literally said, like we had just got done. I mean, I've been 15 minutes and uh, going over everything with her. And so I'm like, I'm kind of stunned at this point. So I go over everything again with her and I'm like, you know, this is what we're doing and this makes me feel like really uncomfortable. And so I'm, I'm explaining everything to her again and this lady like seems buttoned up, you know, she seems like she's got it together. So, but she slipped up in that second conversation and I realized like this lady something's not right so I get this really insecure feeling like you know she's got something going on she's got dementia and I'm thinking like are we even going to get paid what you know because that's the thing I mean, this is a nice house she looks like a nice normal lady there's no red flags besides the there's dog be everywhere but I mean that's that's the case in, in a lot of situations so by that time my phone rings my cell phone rings and it is her daughter and her daughter says my mom has severe dementia uh she can't remember anything and I don't even remember how the daughter figured out or knew that we were going to be out there but somehow I think she had called the office and Lauren gave her my number and so then I explained everything to the daughter she was fine with it she said that sounds great thank you so much and you know I told her the price she said that's fine and she understood about the urine and everything and the dog so I felt way better and we did the job. But the thing is, is I've seen more and more and more. I've gone into customers' houses totally. Uh, these people seemed fine on the phone. Uh, these people seemed like everything was good, only to find out that like they're really, they have, uh, no, this is not like a, a me making fun because it's a serious thing. I had a grandfather. My dad's dad passed away with Alzheimer's, so I've been through it. But these people had, you know, severe dementia or Alzheimer's, but you, not everybody, would you just know it right off? I mean, we, we've we got a friend right now, a friend of mine, uh, my dad's friend, he's, he's really bad with it. If you just spend a few minutes with him, you really wouldn't know. It might take you 15 or 20 minutes to figure it out. And I've seen this more and more. This is not the only situation that I've dealt with this. So just so you know, guys, there's a lot of that out there and you might run into that. So that's another crazy, crazy story.
1: Yeah well we could definitely have a bunch more but we got to wrap it up here finish yeah. up, running out of our time but uh guys if you got a funny story you want to share with us um, you can uh, email us at cleaning professionals podcast at gmail.com you can also if you click on the bottom of this link leave us a voice message and uh who knows when we play it in a future episode but email us or leave us a voice message with your craziest stories we'd love to hear it and uh patrick anything to say before we go
0: think like I said, all I need to say, we appreciate you guys listening and, uh, check us out on YouTube too. So, um, if you're listening to the podcast, watch our actual videos they're they're recorded now. So mm. you want to see the incest, beautiful faces. You can see that too. But, uh, yeah, that's about it. All right. We'll Thanks. catch you on the next one. Thank you for listening to the Cleaning Professionals Podcast. To find out more about Patrick and Seth, please check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe and join us next week for more great discussion about the cleaning industry. And as always, never stop learning.